0: Welcome to Thursday's Bobby Bone Show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Thank you very much. You want to hear the intros Lauren wrote for you guys? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. The last ones were mean. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't all mean. Okay. But Lauren's new to the show, and sometimes she writes intros. All right, up first, he's good enough to coach his son's team, just not good enough to
1: coach his son's team to win. Oh. Ouch. Here he is, data
0: four, <laughs> producer ready.
1: All right. So anyway, my cousin Leroy texted me the other night. He was drinking with a buddy. He said, dude, I need you to settle this debate for us. Who is the biggest country artist right now? So I guess him and a buddy were drinking and they were having this argument. So I answered. No, don't don't say who. I know. I answered mine. And I want to see what you guys thought. The question is, who is the biggest country artist right now? Amy.
2: I mean, I would say Morgan Wallen has a lot of songs. He's big.
0: He does have a lot of songs. (laughs) I mean, so does No, I mean, that are
2: being played right now. I feel like when we do the countdown, it's like Morgan Wallen here again. Nope, Morgan Wallen.
3: Morgan Wallen. Lunchbox. Mm -hmm. Oh, when we were at iHeart, it's Morgan Wallen. The crowd goes crazy for Morgan Wallen. There's really only
0: two people in this discussion it's Luke Combs and Morgan Wallen. Yep. And so, both you could probably argue. I'm going to go with Luke Combs. He's not in the news as much. But he does sell out stadiums.
1: He's definitely not in the news as much. Stadiums.
0: <laughs> but I would accept either one of them. But I'm gonna go Luke Combs. Oof, it's tough though. I'm gonna go Luke Combs. Why? What's
1: up? I said Morgan Wallen, and then he responded and went, "Oh, come on, cuz." I guess his buddy had guessed Morgan. My cousin had guessed Luke. So I don't know. There's a wrong answer. Yeah. There. But okay, that's a good question. I mean, though. I said I don't. I don't really don't know, dude. But from my point of view, yeah. I think it's Morgan Wallen.
0: I think you. Probably go songs that are hits, ticket sales, streams. Yeah, all that stuff. And they're probably pretty close. All right, next up, Lunchbox. Here's your intro. Let me hear it. He never feels ashamed, and his clothes are always stained. Here he is. Lunchbox, everybody.
3: Well, speaking of my clothes, apparently I look like a homeless dude, too, because I went to meet my wife for lunch. We were meeting at a sandwich shop, so I'm just sitting on the bench out front waiting for her because she's late. And I'm sitting there, and this lady walks in. About 10 minutes later, she walks out, and she hands me a sandwich and goes, God bless you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She thought you were homeless.
3: And I was like, huh? And then it took me a couple minutes, and I realized, (laughs) like, this woman thinks I'm homeless. What did you say back to her when she said God bless (laughs) you? Well, I was just like, okay. And, like, she walked away, and I didn't even think about it. And, like, two minutes later, I'm going, she thinks I'm homeless. I realized, what she thinks she thinks I'm just camping out on this bench because I'm homeless, and I was just like, man, Ugh, it was a pretty. Uh, I think it's the hair and the beard and the sweatshirt, and the
0: sloppy clothes.
3: Yeah, I was wearing like uh, flip flops, my you know my little basketball pants. He had a stick with a little bag on it. <laughs> <laughs> hanging out I mean, by the railroad track, <laughs> dude. You want to talk about like a blow to the ego? I was just like, wow.
0: <laughs> you wow. do.
3: Can't give off that vibe though. Yeah, it's just chill
0: though. Yeah, but it's just how thoughtful chill, though. of her. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so I mean, she said, "God bless you," and handed you a sandwich. And you said, "What again?"
3: Okay. Oh. Because I was like, you accepted it. Well, I was just like, I was confused. I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on, but okay. What'd you do with the sandwich? Oh, I threw it away. Oh, oh gosh. dude. No, it was like a, it was a turkey and uh, cheese with tomatoes and mayonnaise. And like, if you're gonna buy someone a sandwich, what? you can't put all the extra so stuff. So Be on. generic. Yeah. So now you're hating on
0: her for doing something nice. <laughs> Cuz what
3: if what if I don't like tomatoes and mayonnaise, which but what I don't. if you're
0: hungry, you probably no. will eat tomatoes uh, and mayonnaise. Well, guess what? Take them
2: off.
3: I wasn't hungry.
0: And then your wife got there to tell her? Yeah. And she She's super like, attracted to you then, huh?
3: She's was like, "You want to make out?" And I was yeah.
0: like, "Yeah." Sure she did. Okay, next up. George Strait's biggest fan and the most likely to get scammed. It's Amy everybody. <laughs>
2: okay, well, if you're tired of People calling you, salespeople, scams like that, text messages, you can go to do gov and register your phone to get put on a list where you won't get as many of these calls. They can't guarantee that the calls will just stop, but maybe you'll be removed from a lot of lists that your number's on. And then if you're like me and you signed up on a bunch of websites when you're doing Christmas shopping to get 10% off, 20% off, and you have to register your number for text messages, well, you can text back stop and they'll put sending you all their deals like every day.
1: Do
0: not call.gov. Yeah. Then when you go there, you have to put in
2: you click uh, register my phone, click on that, and then go in.
0: Make oh, you sure you're not getting scammed. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. hold on, hold on.
2: And then you type in all your information, and all of then it? it's required that you also provide them with your email. <laughs> oh boy. So, oh, so boy. that they stop. can whoa. send you an email and you click the link and in there credit card to number to confirm. <laughs> That it is you and then your number. I'm through. sure it's
0: right.gov. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. that's legit. She just, I know, like it's... her intro said, she's always <laughs> one click away from full identity theft. Yeah. Okay, Amy, thank you. Ray? From Mount Pine, Arkansas, his bulldog's fur looks like he's balding, and boy, can he rip open a Spalding. Bobby Bones.
3: What? <laughs> your dog opens back You can rip
0: a Spalding?
2: Like a baseball?
0: Basketball. Spalding me a basketball. I don't know. I think... Okay. Good job, Ray. Right. Hey, um, <laughs> so the last four or five months of last year, I said I'm not not reading. I took a break from reading. I like to read. I took a break from reading. Mostly because I was just reading a bunch of books for learning, and then I really wasn't enjoying it that much. So I'm back. I'm back on the book train. I've started a new book. It's called The 90s by Chuck Klosterman. Ooh. It's nonfiction, and it's... You know, the social changes, attitudes, economic conditions, etc. of the 90s, trends, and how it affects today, and what we've learned from it. So I'm back in. It does seem a little learned. You're
1: still learning from this.
0: Yeah, but it's not just only for educational purposes. Okay. So I plan to read this book, and then get back, back, I'm back on. But I read last night for, here's the problem though, I... I have a my little iPad and I got one of those iPad minis that I read on and I'm, I open it up and it's like 260 pages and I'm like okay great this is not that long a book but the type was so small and I'm blind so I go okay I gotta take by the time I could see it, it was 519 pages oh, wow. and I'm like oh no I don't read a book this long <laughs> oh. so it made me yeah it stunk a little bit that's what's up glad you guys are here let's get started with the show time for the mailbag you send an email and we
3: it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag, yeah. Hello, oh,
0: oh, 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 Bobby Bones. There's a cute guy at my work who I've talked to a few times, but the other day, he asked me, hey, what's your name again? And then he asked me out. Now, there aren't a lot of people in my office, and my name is pretty rare, so now maybe I put him in the friend zone? I didn't give him an answer yet. I said, I think about it. Should I be bothered because he forgot my name, or do I give him a chance and go on a date with him? Signed, forgettable in Colorado. Don't punish him for forgetting your name because you have an original name. Don't punish him. Maybe he didn't hear it. I yeah. think that part of it's gone. I'm going to tell you right now, remove that part from your brain when considering to go out with a guy. Maybe the time you introduced him, it sounded like, I don't know. Maybe his a hearing problem. There could be all these issues and he did ask you again. He could have just lived life and act like he knew your name until he figured it out. No <laughs> punishment for the forgetting of the name if it was a one-time thing. Secondly, do you want to go out with him? It's generally speaking, not good to date someone that you see a lot in the office.
2: At a small office.
0: Especially at a small (laughs) office, like you said. But I'm saying even an office like this. It's not good to date somebody because, I tell you, just playing the numbers, most people you date, you don't end up marrying. So most people you date, you end up dating and then not dating eventually. So odds are you're going to date this person and then not date them anymore. And most relationships don't end cordially where you can hang out with each other. So... Just playing the numbers here. You ever hear the saying, don't poop where you eat? Heard that one. Yeah. yeah. That's this. So, numbers game, don't date somebody in the office. However, the heart wants what the heart wants. Just know if it doesn't go well, it's going to be bad for you. And if you must, then do it. I'm not going to tell you not to do it. I'm just saying prepare yourself because odds are it's not going to work out. Just based on simple numbers alone. But if you're like, I really want to go out with them,
1: then do it. She called him a cute guy.
0: And handle it in the way of, the whole time you're dating him, handle it in the way of, just in case it doesn't work out, I want to make sure that I don't do anything or treat him in a way that would make him hate me because we're always going to be together. Like, don't oh. go- you can't ghost him. There's all these things you can't do that you could do a normal dating life that you can't do here.
1: Because you're going to see him every day. Because
0: you're going to see him every day. Mm-hmm. That's correct. I'm a big don't poop or eat guy. However, sometimes you want to eat your poop. <laughs>
1: There are some people that do that. No
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. so go out with them if you want to. Forget about the name. Forget him if you really want to. Go out with them. Life is short. Just know you need to go into it with the idea of in case this doesn't work. I need to actually treat this one a little different if I were just dating somebody randomly. And you're going to see him every day while you're dating too. It's just going to be a whole different. It's just all. It's all different. But give it. A, give it a run doesn't sound like you love him anyway. It doesn't sound like she's super into it. No, nah, she just said cute. If she's thinking about not wanting to date him because he didn't remember her name, it doesn't sound like she really wanting to date him. Yeah. So here's the final word on this. If you really want to date him, go out with him. If you just kind of do, don't. Get to know him a little better first. He probably ain't all that good anyway. Most guys <laughs> oh, aren't. All right. Okay. That's right. All right. <laughs> alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of Outlaw Country Music. Listen now at audible.com slash Boar's nest. Time for the Bobby Feud. There are 10 answers on the board. We asked 2,000 Bobby Bone Show listeners. The question is, if you were granted one wish by a genie, what would you wish for? Uh, We rolled the dice prior to the segment. Lunchbox will go first. Two thousand listeners were asked. Fajini comes out, says, "You get one wish. What do you wish for?" Lunchbox. Money. Show me money. (laughs) Number one answer. Lunchbox is on the board.
3: That's all I'd wish for. So I don't know what else you wish for. <laughs> uh, man, I'm like, dang, what else do you wish for? What else is there, right? Just yeah, what else is there besides the money, guys? Yeah, absolutely. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: man. yeah, for sure. Uh, That's uh, it. Yeah. Just money, only. Money. Yeah, I mean, health. He's like, more money. Give all me right. health. Show him health. Yeah. Yeah. Number two is great oh. health. See, so you have uh, three points right now. All
3: right. Money, health, uh, golly, I don't think you can bring someone back from the dead, so that's not a good wish. Um, you can, I mean, any wish is a wish. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. We'll say, uh, new house. I think you were just figuring it out while you were going, uh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't want to run out of time there, so I went, new house.
0: One wish by a genie. Give me a new house! Lunchbox says that people would wish for a new house. Oh, right. I had that one. Eddie, there are still eight answers on the board. Oh, that was tough. Number one was money. Number two was great health. If a genie comes out of a bottle and says, Hello, Eddie.
1: Yeah. You get one wish. What do you think you're wishing for? When Lunchbox went a new, my word was car. A new car? I feel like Lunchbox would wish for a Lambo in a second. Okay, show me a Lambo or a new car. Oh, oh that's why I didn't go with that
0: one, Eddie. Is that right? Well I guess if you had all the money you wouldn't need to That's why I'm You know it's almost like you're too niche in yourself If you go money you just get to buy a bunch of crap But what do I know Amy
2: World peace
0: That is a very selfless wish Yeah You have faith in humanity then if we got the wish It would be world peace Yeah. Okay Amy says Mr. Genie can have world peace World what? peace? <laughs> Number four answers peace on earth or world peace. Who? Okay. I mean that's I, cool. didn't th-
3: I thought about myself only.
2: While we're thinking we about figured. others. <laughs> wow. Um, let's didn't... go ahead and end hunger.
3: End hunger?
0: Is this okay. a pageant? <laughs> yeah, I know. What is going on? It's <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> Alright, Amy wants to also end hunger. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: incorrect. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dang it. <laughs>
0: Uh, lunchbox, you're up. Now second round points are doubled. There is three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten left on the board. The only things off the board are money, great health, and world peace.
3: Yeah, I'm ready for number ten. You ready? If I only get one wish, you know what I'm gonna wish for? More wishes. More, more wishes gonna play the system, fools. Come on now. That's how you think with your head. You think, oh, I only get one wish? Well, you know what? I want to wish
0: for fifty wishes. The question oh, is I if want- you were granted one wish by a genie, what would you wish for? He says more wishes. Ah, that was good, right? The no, problem I did not. is I would not do that if a genie popped up Because I think he would then grant me no wishes and go You had one wish yeah. that you just spoiled it And you wasted it's it And then he selfish. goes back in the bottle
2: Yeah, Greedy. And then you guys
0: wouldn't even believe me the little genie came out
3: Yeah I think
1: I just wasted that guess huh? Yeah. Eddie I think like Abby for example She wishes she had a boyfriend So give me boyfriend girlfriend Oh I
3: thought you were going to say a scene
1: Show voice. me relationship or love
0: yeah! Number five answer. And that's double. That's, so that's ten points. That's okay. right. That's
1: not bad. I didn't, I didn't think about that. Thanks, dude. Okay, Bones, what about like starting a family? I wish I had a baby. Well, you don't have to wish for that. Do you? Good. Do you wish I had another baby? Me? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm you mean, saying You got for like the 19. No, 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 not me. Right. It's basically a, a nursery at your house. <laughs> yes, I don't want another baby. Okay. Show Eddie another kid. No, no.
0: Amy, you're the final one here in the second round. 2,000 Bobby show listeners were polled. If you were granted one wish by a genie, what would you wish for? Off the board or money, great health, world peace, and love? You get six answers up here.
2: That you could fly like a bird.
0: That would be fun to fly. That would be be fun fun. to buzz that one, too. Amy says she'd wish to fly. People wish that. Yeah, to have magic power or to fly is okay, number eight. That makes sense.
2: Oh, eight. That's sixteen Times points. Two. Sixteen points. Okay. Well, wow. Well, I still have some faith in humanity, so I feel like someone might be like, you know what? I want to use my wish to cure cancer.
0: Oh. To cure cancer.
2: A cure for cancer.
0: Cure cancer. Show me cure cancer.
3: <laughs> A lot of give back
0: yeah. Yeah, I, I mean
3: I've got to start Thinking bigger Like give back What I'm Stop thinking well, about was, yourself But
2: that got buzzed uh, Yeah she did get so. buzzed
0: Okay we're in our third round Point totals are tripled Yeah what's off the board man Money great health Peace on earth World peace Love And To fly Or a power Magic power
3: Man uh, I think I know
0: Yes sir I man. don't know You know what you're going to wish for? You got to go first. That's a power spot. You really haven't taken advantage of it yet. No, I have. I got a couple. I (laughs) got got money. You have three points, though, total.
3: Yeah, but I got the best one, money.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you three points. Go
3: ahead. Man, you're sitting there at your dead-end job, and that genie pops up, and you just wish you could have your dream job. Dream job. Show me dream job.
0: I have that one. Well, you got the buzz, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lunchbox out with three points. I
3: didn't want to play this, thing.
0: Eddie, you have ten points. You need an answer, at least one answer, to, to get back in this.
1: Well, I only have one written down, but Go please. ahead. And this may be stupid, but it may be genius. I wish there was more time in the day to get stuff done. You think about it. You look at the clock, you're like, oh, my gosh, where did the time go? Show I Eddie wish. more time in the day. Dang. Amy, what do you have over there?
2: What do I have left?
0: Yeah, you've I already have... won. But what would you say is your next answer?
2: Well, the next one I had written down was to stop to not age.
1: That's good. Like at a
2: certain point, you don't get old. Yeah, I think
0: we, I think we'd give this one too. You've already won, but
2: I got it. not get old.
0: Your looks. Yeah, that's what it is. Your Better looks.
2: looks. Oh, okay.
0: Better looks. Good. Right. So that's that's uh, nine more points. You want to keep rolling? No, no I just, I hate it.
2: Oh, Not mean, you, buddy. It. You lost. You
0: went first and finished last. <laughs> that's rare. You still
2: haven't gotten the number ten, huh? Mm,
0: there's six, seven, nine, and ten.
2: Mm. This is a tough one. I know. Can I get uh, to bring back someone from the dead? Yeah, Show me bring one. back someone from the dead.
0: You, gotta be me. you, you 10, got to Number ten. We're thirty points. Be, oh my goodness! I told you when you said it that that was a fine, acceptable answer. You got to be kidding me! Why are you yelling? Yeah. What, what did he say? I would have won.
3: Oh, man, that is so good. You dumb. wouldn't
0: have because you would have said it the first round, and you still would have lost. But oh my well, that's true. Goodness. Amy, go ahead. Okay. You're crushing the score. You may have 100 points at this okay. point. Okay.
2: I would like to see the future.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Show her the future. Ew. All right, here are your other answers. At number six, happiness. That's money. At number seven, fame. That's money. <laughs>
1: that's
0: at cool. number nine, intelligence. Oh man, I wish that. I so uh, Amy has 59 points. That might be a new point record. Wow. Here. Amy, great job. Hey, job hey, Amy. Phone, dad, wow, wow, wow. wow. Bobby's you champion. It it's time for the good news.
2: With Bobby. Tell me something good.
0: I love a personal tell me something good, and this is Mary who has called us. Hey Mary, good morning. Good morning. Will you share your story with me?
4: Yes. 51 years ago, I gave up a child for adoption. Um, Tough, tough decision, of course. I had prayed that he would contact me, that he'd have a good life. And uh, I'd looked for him to no avail. And I signed up for Ancestry about three years ago. And right before this Thanksgiving, he contacted me. Wow. Yeah. How did he reach out to
0: you? How How did he get in touch with you?
4: uh through ancestry it was a message and i ignored the first one cuz i thought it was someone else <clears throat> and then he said i think we're closely related and um his dna points were like within 10 of my other son mm. so we had uh, we spoke we we messaged back and forth so we could make sure that we were related and then um, we had a Zoom call. I would have flown there <laughs> that day, but he has a lot going on right now. He's a teacher. And my first question was, have you had a good life? What'd he say? And he said, yes.
0: Awesome. Yes. Wow. What What was it like when you saw him for the first time?
4: Um, well, we just did the Zoom call. Yeah, but I mean, um, did you see his face? I haven't face? seen him in person, yes. I mean, um, he- when I saw his picture on Ancestry, mm. I knew. Dang. And I had his baby picture from the hospital. I've had it all these years, and I can't tell you how many prayers have gone up that this would happen. And I was very sick last year. Um, very, very sick. And I thought I was going to die without seeing him or talking to him. So I'm really grateful.
0: When do you plan on getting to meet him in person?
4: As soon as he'll let me, um, he just has a lot going on right now. He's uh, separating um, and he has two kids. And uh, so I got to see them on Zoom. So we're thinking spring break. Wow.
0: Congratulations, Mary. Thank you. That it, I can tell I, by the emotion in your voice, this means a lot to you. It's obviously a big deal to you. And I hope that when you finally do get to meet him, it is everything you thought it would be. Plus. Thank you. Thank you very much. Dang. That's crazy. Wow. We might be related. Not me and her, but you get that <laughs> oh, <I> was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. When I got on, because I did 23andMe, got all kind of eighth cousins coming out of the woodwork. Hey, we're, hey, eighth cousin, can I get tickets to Garth? Nope, sorry. Not on 23andMe, you can't.
1: <laughs> so in order for those things to match up, do they have to have, they have to do the same test that you did? So, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be in the database. Wow, that's mm-hmm. pretty amazing. Congratulations, Mary. I hope it goes awesome. Call us
0: back after you meet, them. we'd love for a, an update on this. Will do. Thank you, guys. Alright, Mary. That is what it's all about.
3: That was Tell Me Something Good.
0: <laughs> despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of Outlaw Country Music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. I want to go over and talk to Melissa because they are having an argument in their home. Melissa, what's the issue?
5: Well, morning studio. Morning. Morning. I, um, (laughs) I needed, I guess, somebody to validate my opinion on this whole thing. Um, I was going to get my husband a um, muzzleloader gun for Christmas, and everywhere I looked, I couldn't find one. So I got other stuff, you know, boots, shirts, colognes, jeans, all kinds of stuff. And um, after Christmas, he was talking about wanting to get one, uh, the gun. And I said, yeah, I was going to get you one, but I couldn't find it. Well, immediately he started looking around, calling places, and he found a place that had them. And I was already getting a little miffed about it then. And we had to take stuff back from other issues with Christmas stuff. So we stopped at this place, against my will, and he bought the gun. $600 for everything, the kit, the gun, all of everything he needed. Granted, for Christmas, I got a $100 gift certificate to get a manicure, pedicure. That's all I got. So he buys the gun, and... That's well over $1,000 now that he's had spent on him for Christmas. And I just, my feelings were hurt, and I just can't get past it. I mean, I have barely spoke to him in the last, whatever it was, eight or nine days since he bought that gun. Like I'd, And he knows I'm mad about it. Mm-hmm. And he tries to talk, and I just, you know, one word answers, yes, no, whatever. <laughs> but I just can't get past it.
0: Yeah, and you are, you absolutely have the right to feel that way, right? Your feelings are yours and nobody else's. And you get to have them, but then you get to figure out why you're having them. You at least owe yourself that as well. So you should feel hurt if that's how you feel. But then let's talk about that for a second. You feel that he didn't put as much time, effort, money into you as you did him. Is is that kind of the root of it where you feel like you're giving way more than you're getting? Yes. And it's not so much about money, effort, time, love. It feels like maybe you're loving him more than you feel like he's loving you.
5: Yeah, and I mean, even getting the gift certificate, he gave the money to my daughter, and she went and got it for him, so he didn't even have to go get
0: it. <laughs> classic. <laughs> he just had to write my name classic on dad. the envelope. Classic, yeah. classic man thing. That's what we do. Yeah, we're a caveman, we're done. Bro. We do, we do, yeah, we do yeah. for present. Okay, now here's what I'm going to encourage you to do is show him a little bit of grit. Not a lot, because he has to learn from this so as to not do it again. Now, I don't think you, it's not going to help anything for you to be mad and stay mad because the resolution here is not going to change. The fact that you said you were trying to find him that gun and you couldn't open the door for him to go find the gun himself because it was already allowed. You already said you were trying to find it. So he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa crap, I go, I'll go find it." So I don't think he really did anything wrong there. He went and found the gun. As long as you guys can afford it, that's okay.
2: Well, she said they pulled over at the gun store against her will. I know.
0: I know. But I'm telling you, if she had said, no, you don't, we can't afford that. You're never going to get that. That's a different story. Because to him, the door was opened. Oh, you were getting a muzzleloader. I really wanted a muzzleloader from muzzleloading season. And let's go, let's go get it then. Now, the issue is he didn't reciprocate that. It's not that he went and got the gun. It's that he didn't reciprocate that. This has got to be a, you have to be bigger, smarter, and more advanced than him to make sure he knows why this hurt your feelings. You cannot be aggressive with the conversation. And you have to actually say that. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you, this really hurt my feelings that I went through all this effort and love and you you got our daughter to go get it. Like, I just need some sort of effort. And I think that's the problem with a lot of guys. We weren't exposed to a lot of effort. It wasn't, we weren't taught it was cool to be vulnerable and do extra. We saw it in movies, but who does that crap? Now that being said, I do. I do, I was raised by all women until Arkansas Keith came in the picture of my teen years. But it's, and I'm talking to every guy listening to this right now, it's not even about how much you spend, honestly, because everybody has a different budget. It's about the effort that you put in, it's about the thought, it's about you showing up, it's about you saying how you feel, why you feel it, and this is what I'm going to do because of that. That's, that's the root, she doesn't feel as loved as she gave. And at this time, it happened to come out through material things. I'd be ticked if I was her, too. So she has the right to that feeling. But if you want this to improve, which is the only thing, unless you're going to make him take the gun back. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Is that a question? Do you want him to take the gun back?
5: He's already shot it. No.
0: Okay. (laughs) He drove the car off a lot. It immediately lost a lot of value. Smart. Yeah. So I would go to him and say, this is when my feelings are hurt. I did all of this. I just need more from you. And I need you to buy me something. Because you're doing both. One, you're teaching him a lesson. You're not being, you will attract more flies with honey than you will vinegar. You've heard it a million times. I need you to have honey, even though you shouldn't. I wouldn't, I'd lock up, I'd get cold. Unless I had a conversation with myself and realized what is the best outcome here? The outcome here is he doesn't do it again. And the outcome here is now you get a gift. You need both of those to happen. So you teach the lesson and you say, I would like for you to get me something now from your heart. And then you challenge him to it. And then you move on and he won't do this again. Or it'll be a while until he does. So that's my advice to you. I would be mad too. You have every right to have that feeling. I am not telling you you're wrong in any way. As a matter of fact, I'm telling you, you are right. You are right to feel that way. That is your feeling. But let's make sure it doesn't happen again because that's the best case scenario other than taking the gun back. (laughs) (laughs) So Melissa, what I want you to do is have that conversation with him. Even if he acts like he's not receptive to it, he is. Guys are taught, you got to be tough and strong and you can't li- be vulnerable. But even though we're acting it, we're ta- we're taking notes internally. We may w- not want to act like it because it shows w- in our minds, well, if I act like I'm listening and I'm a- it shows I'm weak. But we're still taking notes. Convey that to him and also make him get you a gift. And if he doesn't, I'll buy you a gift and you can go rub it in his face. And be like, you wouldn't no, give me a no, gift, no, but Bobby no, Bones no, got no, me a gift. No, oh, I'll man. do that.
2: You don't need to do you that. I will do that. He has a new muzzle loader. He's
0: going to come find you, man, with a muzzle loader. <laughs> you know, muzzlers only get one shot, though. It's one ball, oh, it's okay. gunpowder. <laughs> <laughs> you got to shoot multiple times. Like Davy okay. Crockett? Okay. That's ex- well, that's why muzzle load season's right before uh, gun season. Okay. So, Melissa, that is my advice to you. I think you can actually do something with this. And those are the two requirements. I w- I'm going to give you some homework here. Talk to your husband about that. Tell him that he hurt your feelings. Don't be angry, and then tell him he needs to buy you something, on the backside of it. And then, if he doesn't, I will, and we'll talk again soon. Okay?
5: Okay. I think you know, after 26 years of marriage, I figured you know he would he would you know mm. understand the assignment.
0: So. Yeah, <laughs> but the assignment has to be told to us directly, almost written, yeah. and you probably need to be naked when you tell us. Oh, yes.
2: Okay. Or we're not
0: going to remember it, and you need to do it again in a year. Because honestly, it just, just, guys are idiots. I like to think I'm better at this because I was raised mostly by all women, but still, I miss too. And I think I've really put time and effort in, and I still miss, and I need to be told things exactly. Even if it's not about gifts, I need to be, we are doing this, and this is why, and this is why we do, I need to be told that. Because I'm thinking about football, or work, or stupid things. Or I'm like, I wonder what Eddie's doing. I want Eddie to answer my FaceTime? <laughs> <laughs> so, Melissa, do that and call me back in a couple weeks and let me know how it goes, okay?
5: Okay. Thank you so much.
0: Hey, I appreciate the call. I'm sorry that happened, but we're going to grow from this and things are going to get better because of this.
4: Yes.
0: Amen. Bye, Melissa. Bye bye. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I like it. It's good. Poor yeah. Yeah, it stinks person. though because you feel like, well, I just lost. Okay, but th- that loss has happened. You can't go back and turn that loss into a win. And so you're angry. But let's look at it instead of looking back going, I'm angry. Let's go. Yeah, I hurt my feelings. I'm angry. But how can this actually be better for me? How can we grow from this? And this doesn't happen to me again. And it is investing that moment and that little bit of time to make sure on the other side forward that it's actually better. Future gains. Can't change. Can't change what's happened behind us
1: but we can change what's happening in front of us. And I guarantee he has no clue. None.
0: That's no the thing. Clue. I don't think he's a bad dude at all. He's nah. like,
1: she said I could to get muzzleloader. <laughs> I wanted it for Christmas." And
0: it's wow. like, <laughs> yeah.
2: "Yes, all of his needs are getting met and hers are not." Yeah, yeah. But
0: we need to be told exactly what the mm-hmm. needs are, how we can meet them, right. and probably multiple times.
2: Right. And the longer ladies that we are passive, which that's something we do, oh, can do you, a lot Amy. of, then the, it, the you know, the longer it's going to take to find that growth. <laughs>
0: alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of Outlaw Country Music. Listen now at audible.com slash Boars nest. On the phone right now is Wes, who lives in Oklahoma. Wes, we appreciate you calling. What's going on, buddy?
4: Hey, good morning, guys. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. So I have a hotly contested thing that I think is not talked about enough. Hit me. And that is the proper way to make a peanut butter and jelly
0: sandwich. I'll remove myself from this because I hate peanut butter. I hate peanut butter. You know what I hate? War, stabbing, murder, and peanut butter. That's good. Yeah, so I'm going to get off, and I'm probably not going to answer this, but go ahead with your question.
4: So, you got your jar of peanut butter, your jar of jelly. Do you use a knife on the peanut butter and a spoon on the jelly, or do you use the knife on the peanut butter and try to clean it off decent and then put it in the jelly but maybe
0: cross-contaminate? Okay, we're talking <laughs> about contamination here. Amy?
2: <laughs> okay, you go knife for the peanut butter, spoon for the jelly. What
0: about the extra? You had to wash extra utensils. Yeah, that's utensils. crazy. Oh my that's goodness. not that big of
2: a deal to me. That's crazy talk. It's one spoon.
0: I uh, oh And, yes, I have almond butter, right? And I use almond butter and regular butter. I would never. I go butter knife on both and wipe it off. I don't want to contaminate like he says. But I would, I go one in, wipe off, same thing. No, I can, in.
2: like literally, this is crazy. And this is coming Spoons are up. hard to
0: clean up because then you got to like no, clean no. out of the spoon. It's
2: fine. You take the bread and no. you, you press it up into the spoon and everything gets on there. Cannot but this literally wasting. just happened in my house with my son. He cross-contaminated, I opened up the jelly and I thought, did this jelly go bad? And he's like, oh no, sorry, that's chunks of peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. No, I, I, I had to throw it away. I was like, okay, we're I done. don't like
0: bread crust in my butter. So I don't like the cross-contamination. Right. But man, I just can't imagine dirtying up an extra piece of silverware.
2: <laughs> Guys, it's really not that big of a deal. I used to have to wash dishes every it's night. one...
0: Not fun. Spoon. Mm-hmm. I hear you, but it's one vote. But if everybody said that, we'd have no no
1: elections. No, but
2: really, it is just probably you with one spoon. Mm,
1: but really, it's probably just one it vote. Mean, it won't matter. Okay. No, he's one knife. Yeah, Eddie. Oh, dude, you get the knife, you do the peanut butter, and then you try to scrape it on the bread as much as you can. I don't wipe it off with a napkin. And then I go take the same knife into the jelly. Okay, well, that's contamination, then though. then you get chunks uh, of I'm, bread I'm, in I'm the yeah, cool with jelly. I'm Who cares? Cross-contamination. This is peanut butter and jelly. But then I go
0: for jelly for just a biscuit, and now all of a sudden I got peanut butter and bread in there? There's okay. only one
1: time we use the jelly, and that's for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches.
2: You could do the peanut butter with the knife, get a paper towel, wipe the knife clean, and then dip it in the jelly.
1: If you want to save
2: an extra spoon.
3: Lunchbox. Guys, I don't understand. I've never heard of using a spoon for jelly in my life. You take that <laughs> knife, you dig it in the peanut butter, you wipe it on one side of the bread, then you go and you lick the knife <laughs> so <laughs> it is clean. You get all <laughs> that's the- disgusting. So you get all the peanut butter <laughs> no. off the knife by licking it with your tongue. Okay. And- and then you stick it in the jelly. Guess what? No peanut butter's going in the jelly. You get the jelly, put it on the other piece of bread, and then you meet in the middle, and you have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's how you do it. You know what, though? That's disgusting. He's licking the knife every
0: time. You the lick spoon. the knife,
1: too, Eddie. Don't even love I love licking the knife. But look, I've never used a spoon for jelly, and I struggle sometimes. You try to balance the jelly exactly. on the knife. It does fall off. Well, I also, thought the
0: thought It's hard to get it out if it's, like sticks to the back. A spoon on anything like that, it's hard to get it to wipe it because it's up in yeah, the crevice. Yeah, sure, that's true too. I told
2: I, you, you take the bread and you press it into the spoon, no, and then, then you're it gets great are you, holes yeah, in your yeah, bread. Then the you're like pu- it. oh, no, yeah. it's not. It doesn't. I don't that's, know how sturdy it, your bread is. You but. got as
0: passionate as crap here, Wes. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, this is everything I would hoped it'd be. So I'm going to tell you, lunchbox is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Eddie and Amy are wrong.
2: Uh, I'm right. Oh, okay.
0: And uh, and you just should go in one. Clean it. I can't believe you clean it. Even with just water. You clean it too with your mouth. Yeah, I know, but I mean, but wiping it with. You're no better than a cat (laughs) licking your own butt. All right. That's fine. Wes, what do you do? So I grew up using the
4: knife and spoon method. Yeah. But now that I have to make more of my own for my son that's in kindergarten for his lunches, I've gone the way of using the lid on the peanut butter to scrape off as much peanut butter
1: as possible, and then That's just good. going straight into the jelly. Ah,
2: uh, why I is know. that? Why is that? Gross. when you put the lid on, you're making a mess on the jar.
1: No, Not really? No, yeah. No, no, no.
2: Yeah, you want
0: I would it. imagine
1: you don't grab his jar
0: of peanut butter; it's all over your hands. I mean, he's
1: probably no. But
2: around the lid, I like it to stay clean.
1: Hey, how meticulous are you guys spreading oh. the, the jelly on the peanut butter? Yeah. Are you like trying to cover every space on the bread, or are you well, just- yes, well, I- I one Almond butter, I am.
0: Oh, it's a heck of a it's a heck of a spread. You cover
1: everything equally. Well,
0: I don't need it all covered equally, but I need it to be perfectly square. <laughs> like the corners, I like to have it full bread. Mm-hmm. And then that square to be almond butter and then the butter or jelly over it. But yes, meticulous in that it's exactly as much and the coverage is perfect. And I don't need like blobs, like heavier here, lighter here. That way if I do that, then I eat around the big blob till the very end, and then I don't want to have to do that. I don't have to oh, focus on it.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: So. But what a topic. Who would have thought? This Chunky, was not on my sheet of things uh, to talk about today. Yeah.
2: Chunky peanut butter or smooth?
3: Smooth. Oh, smooth.
0: Crunchy um, is terrible. Death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. Wes, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. And now we're all going to punch each other in the face during the song, okay? That sounds good. Thank all you. All right. See you, buddy. Here's a voicemail from Mike in the Woodlands, Texas.
3: I uh, hear Eddie is going to be the caddy in the AT&T Pebble Beach Open. Uh, As a high school golf coach in the state of Texas, I would be glad to offer my expertise to Eddie. Rules for little things that he needs to know to look for to help him be the best caddy he can be. So, Eddie, give me a call. You know where to find me.
0: Eddie's going to be my caddy, but... You have to know the rules?
1: I don't I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean we know how to play golf, but we don't know the real rules. Like I just think you carry a towel. You what do you seven iron? I give you the seven iron. You kick the ball it. if it's behind a tree that's out right. in the front of the that's tree. Right.
2: <laughs> but I thought like if you have a, a shot coming up, like your caddy is like, hey, you need this club. Uh, that's
0: okay. Sure. He, he forgets sometimes. Okay. He's I'm, watching other people. We've done this before. It's, go
2: stand over it, here. It's a disaster. Hit it this way. Amy,
1: we never get to play with these pros, so I'm watching their shots and Bobby's over there looking for his ball. I'm like, hold on, I'll be there in a second. <laughs> uh this is Luke. From North Carolina. I want to know uh, about Eddie's kid. Did he pass his test?
0: Did he get Christmas? What's up with that? Eddie said, know? It, "If he didn't pass the test, no Christmas for him."
1: Of course, he got Christmas, dude. It's it's a fire that I need to light every single year. Like I don't know, towards the end of the year or towards uh, before a big break, he just gets like I don't really, I'm tired. I don't really want to work, so I do something like this, and then he gets really good grades, dude. He got really, really good grades on the test. Then I need to do that with you. What do you mean? Before we go away for, like, summer or
0: Christmas, take things from you, Eddie.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> if you don't do
0: good this last week of shows, there'll be no Fourth of July.
1: Oh, man. No
0: beer for three months. <laughs> A little taste of my own medicine. Yeah, just see how you <laughs> like that. I appreciate that. But, yeah, Eddie's kid did awesome. It's, it's pretty cool to see.
2: The Show. Here's
0: Amy's pile of
2: stories. So, Bobby, how are you doing with your drinking water? Well, this is my bottle I've had
0: for the last three days. It's the big one. This one is 30 ounces, and I have my next one ready to go right after that. It's, it's hard because I'm not carrying the big jug around, and I'm not keeping myself to a standard of I've got to exactly do this much, but I'm trying to hit the weight V body weight, – body weight V ounces, mm-hmm. meaning I'm 168 right now, so I need to drink 168 ounces of water a day. It's very hard, but I think I can do it for a month.
2: Well, a whole study was done, and new research is showing that the average person only drinks half of the water they need daily. And most people shared that they know they need to drink more water, but they get too busy or they forget. And some say they would drink more if water tasted better.
0: Yes, I was going to say that. I wish water tasted like strawberries. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be nice.
2: Yeah, so I just or, thought... <laughs>
0: or uh, Dippin' Dots. would <laughs> be if better. So I drink a whole lot of water.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just thought that this new research would be a reminder to try to drink the water because it's good for your brain it's good for your body
0: fundamentally sleep and water if you can get that right everything else is a little easier that's the that's basically core strength if you're thinking about well I want to get big arms big legs want to lose weight you know if you could just start working at that core and work your way out once you have that everything else is much easier so i'm trying i'm not good at it i'm only going for a month and then i'm back to maybe drinking Two swallows a week. All
2: right. Great. So, a woman named Lynette Rincon is trending on TikTok because she posted this: "Do not invite me to your wedding or baby shower or housewarming party if you don't invite me to movie nights, girls' night out, uh, dinner, coffee dates, or lunch."
0: Basically, don't invite me to something when you want a gift. If you're not inviting me just to hang out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I felt that. That's just bitter. She was like, "Okay." No, she's not
0: bitter. She is. She's finally had it, and she's keeping it real. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's so hurt.
2: She knows she's being used for a gift, so she's not coming. So don't invite her.
0: You know, here's the thing about me: invite me to everything, but don't expect me to come. <laughs> and understand that if you don't invite me, my feelings are going to be hurt. But also, don't have your feelings hurt when I never come. Right. I've been through this. Deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What else?
2: Shay Mooney shared a clip of himself with an acoustic guitar, singing a little bit of Adele's "Someone Like You," and it's amazing. Me, every
3: you know,
0: he doesn't shy away from a single note, and usually people, even if they do Adele really well, they don't chase every part of it. And I thought, is he gonna go for that? And he did. He went for it. Yeah, I think that guy's got a future.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm Amy. That's my pile.
0: That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With
2: producer Eddie. Damn,
1: Vincent Basile, he's an ER doctor in Philadelphia, and he was part of the Mummers Parade. Do you know what that is? No idea. It's a parade where people just dress up in, like, vibrant colors, rainbows everywhere, and they dance. But he was doing that, so he was dressed in a pink dress, and then he was going to go to the Philadelphia Eagles game right after that. He goes to the game in his dress, and he's a doctor, and he sees somebody. He's like, that's weird. That guy is, like, on the ground. And it looks like his face is kind of not right. It is The color's not right. So he goes over there. There's already a nurse working on him because, yeah, he passed out. His face is blue. So they both start conducting CPR. The guy regains consciousness like after two or three seconds. He's up. And the reaction he said from the guy was amazing. Here's an audio clip she kind of hits me on the shoulder and says hey there's like this guy laying down on the ground over there
2: next thing you know you know a guy in a pink dress is running up next to me
1: if i say hey i know i don't look like it but like i'm an emergency medicine doctor he
2: looked at me he said start compressions until they get an aed here
1: so I, I doubt it's the first thing you expect to see is a uh, a mummer with face paint on wearing like paper glasses <laughs> and all that stuff
0: <laughs> uh, good good time awesome. i mean it was right place right time for yeah. the guy that was down
1: and he said the first thing the guy said when he conscious was consciousness like, was, What's the score of the Eagles game? Yeah,
0: well, hey, go Eagles. <laughs> fly, Eagles, fly. He, he punched
1: him in the face because that's yeah. what Philadelphia fans do. And yeah.
0: he said, Thank you. <laughs> Great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good.